This video is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make it with Squarespace. So Preston, you're the theory guy. Like on YouTube, when it comes to Game of Thrones stuff, you are the, the grand master, the mac daddy of Game of Thrones theories. I know there have been uh, one or two channels before you came on the scene, but ever since you came on the scene like five years ago now, four years ago, you've been mm. the one guy that does Game of Thrones theories. In fact, I never even touched it because when it comes to like what you do, I, I you know, it's, 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 your, it's your expertise, not mine, whatever. And over the years, you've done a lot of theories. Um, I'm yeah. sure you've seen a bunch of them as well that you haven't covered. But, mm. but I have to ask you, and I know you're very neutral. Even when we talk off microphone, you're very neutral and you're very, you know, nice. There's, there has to be a theory that you've heard that you just don't like. That you just, maybe hate is a too much of a strong word. But there has to be a theory huh. that you, you just do not like whatsoever. Um. Well, it, it's funny. Like, I like theories. Like, some theories I don't believe, but I like them because there's textual basis to them mm -hmm. and they make a lot of sense. Um, like, like I really, you know, I, even though Euron, Euron equals Dario isn't true, like, I really liked that theory because, mm -hmm. you know, it had, it had a lot of, it had a lot of base, basis. Then there's ones that are, that have a lot of basis that are just crazy and wrong, even though they've, um, so, for instance, there's a uh, there's a Howland Reed is the High Sparrow theory, right? Which, which it has so much textual basis. Like the person worked so hard on it, mm -hmm. it's just wrong. Like it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's not that it's not that they didn't try. It's not that they didn't put in all the work. You just don't. And then agree there's ones, it. yeah. And then there's the ones that I don't agree with is just that I don't like. Um, tend to either have like no support. They're just an idea. Like for instance. Euron is Benjen, or Benjen is Dario. Like, I was about to mention no that, yeah. Yeah, there's no textual support for that, so you, you just pulled it out. It's like, well, maybe, but there's no support. Um, uh, and then there's ones that are just kind of sloppy. Um, and the only ones that are like... Today, if you do a sloppy theory, no one's really going to listen to you. Right. You have to really have a lot of evidence. But back in the day, in the early days of of um of theory crafting anything would would kind of just be believed you know because because <clears throat> there weren't that many theories and so there was one um that always not that many people believe it or follow it but like it's on these lists of grand theories and one is called the grand tyrell ex the conspiracy the grand tyrell experience ex the, i'm sorry the grand tyrell conspiracy right right yeah um what, what can you, real quick sum it up what that is uh, the Grand Tyrell conspiracy is is essentially that everything that happened to Cersei in A Feast for Crows was really the Tyrells, like, messing with her. Like, down to, um, you know, t uh, uh, that the Miranese woman who comes to visit her, um, uh, Ty, what's her name? Ty. Is it uh, um, Tayana of Mir? Yeah. Tayana Merriweather? Yes. Yeah. Like everything she did and like all of these little things and and the, and everything that the high sparrow was doing like it was all just in the background this this orchestrated thing by House Tyrell to to mess with Cersei. Mm -hmm. Um and you know it's it, it's a very long theory and it's uh 
it's just not textually supported. Like, you know, it's it's just, okay, all of these people are working together. What makes you think that all of these people are working together? Like, show me the evidence. Um, and there's there's not much of it. Um, and actually, the, the original Grand Northern Conspiracy is also kind of sloppy. Okay, this, um, this and, is what I wanted to yeah. talk to you about. Um, real quick, tell me what the current Northern Conspiracy is, and tell me what, what you didn't like about the original. Like, what makes it different? What What's the current... Because I know there's a new one, and, I think, and you covered it, right? Right. I did, I did, a, I did a, a, a series called... It was only it's two videos. It's called Cold Conspiracies, where where I go into the the conspiracies, the possible conspiracies of the North, and and how complicated um, it is. It's not that there aren't conspiracies in the North, um, but the original theory for the Grand Northern Conspiracy is a very sloppy theory, um, and it just got a little too big, uh, and pe- and people liked it. Because it was a kind of unifying thing that made all of these different plot threads, you know, make sense and be cohesive. But it's not really supported. Well, we're not going to go um, into too much detail on it, but sum it up what it really is. The, the original. So, so the original one, the original Grand Northern Conspiracy is that all of the houses in the North and the Riverlands are secretly backing John as king. Um, in the books. And that every... Yeah, in the books. And that everything that they've been doing up until this point has has been a lie. They're not really supporting Ramsey or, or Roos or Stannis or, you know, or anyone else or, you know, the, the or the Freys or, or any or the, or the Lannisters. They're all secretly trying to put Jon on the throne because he's the last person with Stark blood. Um. It boils down to like Rob's will. They believe that like Rob's will and and like yeah that well Rob, um, you know, they believe you know it assumes that Rob's will names John, and it assumes that like you know everybody is just kind of in on this, mm-hmm. including including Lady Stoneheart, including Catelyn. Oh oh, Red's Red and Catelyn <laughs> is also in on this. Okay, right. It's over the, especially the Riverlands part, like just throwing in the Riverlands willy nilly. Like, oh yes, the Brotherhood Without Banners is all for John. Like out of nowhere, despite the fact that like they spend a lot of time trashing Northerners in their speech. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Brotherhood Without without Banners rhetoric is, is anti-Northern. Like they say like that, oh, that, you know, these Starks, the woods are filled with Starks and lions and things like that, or, or uh, um, wolves and lions and things like that mm-hmm. like you know they're not fans of of um of of the north they don't, they don't necessarily think that it was a good thing that that the riverlands got dragged into the war of the five kings behind rob um but the great northern conspiracy the original great northern conspiracy uh you know essentially just says no everybody is secretly secretly for john and that's just you know and the new one what does the new one change up about this so over time you know people did a lot more analysis of of what is really going on and it's not that um and certain houses are going to you know like one thing that the great northern conspiracy you know um linked into is yes there seems to be communication and and secret things going on between houses that are fishy but the question is is what and so i think through through 
most analysis and most most fans agree that there's some sort of conspiracy going on between the Manderleys and the Umbers. And so on a basic level, you can kind of say, well, there's a Manderley Umber there's a Manderley Umber conspiracy. Well, you can start with Manderley. We know there's a Manderley conspiracy because Manderley admits that he's conspir conspiring to Davos. So you can start with, okay, there's a Manderley conspiracy. That's just a fact. Um, we had a whole, ch you know, there's a whole, you know, storyline with Davos about it. And then the question is, is how large does that conspiracy branch out? And then what's th that conspiracy's endgame? In the book, Manderley claims that his endgame is Rickon Stark as Lord of Winterfell. Mm -hmm. So the Great Northern Conspiracy first says, no, 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 that's bullshit. It's not really Rickon. He's lying. It's really for Jon. But so what we're presented in the book is that there's a Manderley conspiracy for Rickon, that he's not really following uh, Roose, that, that he really wants Rickon. Um, and so then he's got with him... Um, Robert Glover. And so there's the question of, okay, does he have the, the support of the Glovers behind him? We don't know because, you know, first, Robert's not the Lord. And, um, but Robert's wife is, you know, Castellan and she's supporting Stannis. So then it gets kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the question of, okay, the Umbers and the Manderleys have been busy building ships together since, uh, since, a clash of kings so maybe there's an umber manderly conspiracy so i mean i think there's pretty strong evidence of a manderly umber conspiracy um and then but the question is you know are other houses part of this conspiracy are they doing things within winterfell against the boltons you know it's about these loose connections and what can we prove mm -hmm. between between the houses and it's very hard to have anything definitive you know, I always ask you about theories you don't like, and you always give me a neutral answer because I know you don't want to be too mean about it, but you were telling me about one theory years ago, and it just sounded completely crazy, but we never got too much into it. Um, I mean, you mean besides John is Azora High and all of that? There, wait, well, there's a theory that, well, I, because my, my general belief is that, like, Azora High, like, whoever that is always shifts from person to person. I heard one that Victorian is Azora High. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, you know, I just don't think the whole fulfilling prophecy thing is like, you know, very interesting. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's going to be the case, you know, that's the thing is like not liking it and, and probability of being true are, are, are two different things. Mm -hmm. So it's like I don't like G I don't like John being this freaking boring Jesus character, you know, like I just, you know, in I'd the like books, him to be something it's, it's OK for the show because. You know, the uh, people who watch the show, they need that one character to be the main protagonist. The books are not like that. Yeah, I mean, either one. Like, you know, I just, you know, I, I want something to be a little more interesting. I want him to be less conventional than than just, you know, Johnny All-Star, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's he's just he's just so bland. Mm -hmm. You know, I want I want something interesting to be, you know, about him, Um, you know, with his plot. I mean, you know, the only thing we have that's interesting now is that, you know, at least on the show, is that we find out that he's, you know, he's been 
secretly having sex with his aunt, and he's going to have to deal with that. You know? Well, the crazy one you were telling so, me about, you told me it was one of your favorites. Personally, I love the show theory about Bran being the Night King due to the time traveling and influencing we saw him do with Hodor. He's the reason that Danny's father went crazy. He's the reason the wall was built. And it was him who the children tried to, mm. you know, tie up and make into the Night King. That's why the man had the piece of cloth in his mouth. He was telling them that he's from the future and that the events to come, you know, all this stuff. They didn't want to listen, so they gagged him. And now Bran is the Night King in that, like, time loop. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, 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 I do like that one. I really, I mean, one of my favorites is Euron is Daria. Mm. Not, um, even though it's it's not true, it would be such a great twist that would have brought these disparate plot threads together. Right. And like, and you would have just been puzzling. You would have sat there and puzzling the whole time. Like, how did he get from here to here and back? And oh my God, like these two mysterious characters are the same people. It would just, it would bring everything together in a big twist. Um, I thought it was a great theory uh, that would have just made the story better. Um, uh, let's see, ones that, ones that I, you know, I really, really like. Um, so I actually just talked about this one today when we were doing our, uh, our, um, the premiere for the premiere mm-hmm. was, um, <laughs> was Benjamin, Benjamin plus Liana equals John. What? Um, I, 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 I love it. Or Ned plus Liana equals what? John. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, uh, like why the theory is um, I, why I like it and, and, the, and the evidence for it. <laughs> so, so if you go back to a Game of Thrones or, or first season, you know, the Ned story, there's two parts to the Ned story. There's the Ned, there's the Ned story of him discovering who Robert is as a person. Um, and then there's, there's Ned uncovering um, Cersei's incest. Mm-hmm. And these two, these two plots are going on at the same time. Right, him searching for for uh, John Aaron's murderer and 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 the bastard and the book and and all of these things. So he he just, he finds Gendry and he finds the book, and Gendry has Gendry looks exactly like Robert, and he checks the book, and the book says that every time a Baratheon and a Lannister have a child, it has black hair, and he and and so he has the proof. The seed is strong. Uh, you know, black hair is dominant, gold hair, recessive, you know, proof that Robert is not the father of Joffrey, Marcella, and Tommy. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but the problem is, is that, that Ned makes an additional jump that is not based on any logic. Just because Robert is not the father of Joffrey, Marcella, and, and Tommen doesn't mean Jamie is Ned out of nowhere out of nowhere assumes like jumps to the conclusion that Cersei was banging her brother and and the children are Jamie's right there's no textual support for how Ned made that conclusion and if you actually sit there in real life and you think like if you were uncovering like infidelity and you found out like some woman had been cheating on her husband and her and her children, like are not her husbands. Let's say you you, you made that jump. You you let's say you 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 discovered that. Would you immediately assume she was fu- like she was fucking your brother? No, like, like that's a huge right. It'd be yeah. like the last thing on your mind. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's insane. Like, incest, like, just doesn't, like, it's just not that common. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So what you're saying is the reason Ned came to the conclusion that Cersei was doing with Jaime is because he knows from experience from his time with Lyanna, his relationship with Lyanna, is that what you're saying? Right. So incest is on Ned's brain, and it's an immediate jump because he experienced in his own life mm. either because either because brandon had sex with liana or benjen had sex with liana or he had sex with liana and that's the that so that's the the twist wait this is a theory you, know? you like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just think that oh my god that would make like first of all it would it would be brutal like it would just it would change everything, right? You just like you read it and you'd be like, "Oh my god!" and you'd be shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But say it were Benjen, it would explain why Benjen joined the Watch. Mm. You know. Ugh. You know, and it and it would explain why, like, it would explain why Ned, like, why Liana would need Ned to promise to like raise John, right? Because and it would explain why John has super stark features because he's doubly stark. <laughs> you know. So you know, you can see how you know he would have reluctance to take care of this child, and so she would have to say, "Promise me, Ned. Promise that you'll you'll take care of him, even though he's he's the child of you know me and Benjamin or me and Brandon Jesus or whatever." Christ, or or to explain like his hatred of his his like problem with Brandon, you know. Um, so it and it would create like it would it would also explain why he had some you know some sympathy for Cersei and like wanted wanted to let her go and gave her that opportunity to to get out of town mm-hmm. that he shouldn't have given her and all, all sorts of things it answers a lot of questions and it makes Ned's like moral situation more difficult you mm-hmm. know um and so that's why i like the sto- like it cuz it cuz it, it makes it more interesting huh that's kinda, a that's a, a that's a crazy theory. I've never heard that one before ever. <laughs> I never in a million years would even think that that's a thing. Right now, now do I think it's true? No, I think George R. R. Martin just fucked up, and there is no reason for Ned to be jumping to assuming that Cersei and Jamie are, are are fucking. I mean, that's just ridiculous. But he he put it in like it was it was his fuck up. I think it was you know, I think it's author author screwing up. But yeah, wow. It would be it would you know. Kristen, have you ever thought, thought about uh, have you ever thought about making a website of your favorite uh, theories and that you like and you know dislike and all that stuff? Uh, I don't know. I could write something up. Well, you're in <laughs> luck because Squarespace is a fantastic service that allows you to build your own website for all kinds of needs, whether they be business or setting up that Game of Thrones meme website you've wanted to for so long, you'll be covered. They have brilliant templates you can use to make it look like a professional made them, and 24-7 award-winning customer service team are there to help you whenever you need it. There's nothing to install or patch or anything, and it's so easy to use, even your grandparents, who still don't know how the printer works, can do it. Now you're probably thinking, Preston in the audience of course, gee willikers, Carmine, that sounds awesome. And wait, it's about to get better. Because right now, if you head on over there, you can start your free trial and when you're ready to go, use my link for 10% off. Well, that's pretty cool, Carmine. That's right, Preston. They're so good, I'd rate them five Targaryen dragon heads out of three. They're so good, they grow two more heads. Check them out, link below in the description. Okay, Preston, 
let's wrap it up. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. And Preston, thank you so much for disturbing me with that Ned and Liana thing. Jesus Christ. Anytime. I never anytime. would have thought about it in a million years. Uh, guys, thank you for joining us on this special episode of the Game of Thrones podcast. We will see you next time with the continuation of Fire and Blood. Still ongoing, by the way. Still ongoing on Preston's channel. Uh, a lot of you guys have been asking, where has the podcast been? We're still uploading on his channel for Fire and Blood. Definitely check it out. I will leave a link in the description below. Once again, thank you so much for joining me, Preston. Thank you for Squarespace for sponsoring this video. And I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.